Welcome to Hellcats Podcast, where we discuss holistic cat nutrition and behavior. I'm Eggs. And I'm Kate. And today marks our 10th episode, episode. which (laughs) means the end of the first season. Oh my god. This went quick. It went so quick. I was telling um, one of my besties, like, she was asking what I was going to do this weekend. I was like, we're recording our 10th episode. And she was like, holy crap, you've like... I feel like this is like one of the most successful things I've ever done in yes. my life. <laughs> like, yes. Like, I'm so bad at follow through. Like uh-huh. I have so many ideas. And even when I'm working with someone else, like I, this is like the most perfect combination of like collaboration and accountability and progress and actual like creation of something I've had mm-hmm. in such a long time. We are the tortoises. We are the tortoises. <laughs> I honestly think that a lot of it is owed to us checking in with each other, being real and being transparent. And like, if we miss a week or if we need to postpone this entire project for two, three months, like, that's okay. Because like, I think if we would have forced ourselves to do stuff, like when you were in town, like, I don't think it would be as we would feel as good about it. Yeah. Like, so So. for context, we had these very ambitious goals back. um, (laughs) I went out. I flew out to visit Kate in December and we were like, we're going to record the entire first season in like (laughs) five days or something. And it was like it ended up being like, no, this is just. And that's the thing. It's like following your energy. Like, I feel like we've created a space where exactly what you're saying, like there's no pressure to be like if mm-hmm. I'm if one of us isn't feeling it or just needs a little bit of a break, we've we're able to create that space. And still somehow I feel like we've gotten so much more done Absolutely. in this amount of time than I ever would have anticipated. Uh-huh. Like it's only March, like when yeah. we're recording this and we just like busted it out. And you know what's funny, too, on that note is, like, so often I want to be the type of person that's, like, like you know, to equate it to, like, a dating relationship type deal. Like, oh, you need space. I will honor that. I'll give you space. There's no bitterness. There's no resentment. It's fine. But then, like, you're like, why don't you reach out for me? And, like, I don't know. You know, like, your brain starts doing the thing. But I feel like with you and I, when that comes up, it's like, no, it's, like, actually... 100 percent fine you know like, our compa- compatibility is 100 like i because that's the thing like, we've <laughs> known each other for a long time but we were never mm-hmm. like super like we weren't like the friends you know for most of that time we were not people that like were talking every day or even like yeah. checking like there was long periods of time where we you know were kind of tangentially Years. in touch and like stayed up on like what each other were doing and we're like supporting each other but in that kind of like this is someone this is one of my friends that's in my circle but not somebody I'm doing like a lot of one-on-one downtime with and now I'm so happy to say that even being thousands of miles apart that's changed Uh, yeah well we talked about that like we've actually been the closest that we've ever been And we're across the country from each other and making magic, making moves. When we were 60 miles was not enough. (laughs) It was like, I need to be farther. That's that's what that's what our relationship needed. (laughs) I love it. I love you, dude. I love you, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. well, you know what? Let's quit playing and talk about playing. 
Yeah. What are we talking about today? We are talking about prey preference today. And so what does that mean? So prey preference, we're not talking about like necessarily the type. So you might think like, oh, we're going to talk about like the types of things cats like to eat. But we're actually talking about the types of things that they like to hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that you may not know is that cats like the title indicates, have preferences. They have certain types of things they like to hunt, um, and they might have things that they don't really care about. And um, those things are sort of much like uh, the preferences that cats have about food texture and just like any kind of input. They kind of cement those things when they're younger. And that's my understanding of it. It's sort of like all their preferences kind of get locked in at an early age and they learn Essentially, like they learn from ideally from their mom, you know, who's raising them, like they learn what food is, they learn how to use the bathroom, they learn how to clean themselves, and they learn what is something you hunt um, and what is something that you don't. So Mm -hmm. um, if cats like are feral or they didn't have a lot of toys to play with when they were younger, they might not acknowledge certain things as prey or as something they want to play with. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I do think, though, too, like, sometimes it can be, like, you know, you can teach an old dog new mm-hmm. tricks. Like, the cats are hunters. It is ingrained in their fucking being to be hunters. So I think you can pull it out. You yes, know? absolutely. Um, One thing I wanted to talk about real quick before we dive in is I have how many people have been, like, my cat doesn't like to play. Like, my cat just, like, isn't interested in anything. It's like, well... I don't like to play a lot of games, so this causes some friction between my girlfriend and I, because she'll she like wants to play games with her friends and like wants me to, you know, be part of it. And I think that's really sweet and all, but I don't wanna fucking play Ticket to Ride. I don't wanna play Settlers of Catan. Dungeons right. and Dragons, you can have that. If you're gonna right. play Rummy Cube, yeah, call me down. Yeah. So it's just like if you keep trying to use a feather toy on your cat over and over and like different sorts of feather toys, they just might not fucking care about birds. Maybe they want a snake or like a rabbit. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, back to putting on your investigator hat and and observing them and figuring out what they actually like. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's dive into it. What are the different types of prey that a cat could be into? So we just talked about birds. So um, if a cat's sort of like, you know, wanting to hunt birds or attracted to that, they might like, you know, those fluttering toys or the ones that have feathers on them or things like that. Um, and a big part of that is also, um, we'll kind of get into this later, but like, making sure you're playing with the toy correctly. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's one of the things, like, it seems really silly, but, like, you know, bird toys are supposed to fly. And, you he know, like... dragging them across yeah, the Yeah, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, imagine a bird that's just, like, roll, like, being dragged. Like, I just imagine this bird, like, it looks like it's being controlled by something, just, like, pushing, like, scraping across the, the ground. Like, there's something wrong with that bird. The cat's not going to... They're like, that bird is diseased, and I don't want to eat that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, like, that's a, such a perfect way to... Yes. <laughs> you know, they have to they have to do the thing they're meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. Bird's got a bird. Bird's got a bird. So... Um, did you talk about insects? No. I'm like already lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, laser pointers, like insect attachment for wand toys. They have like a stiffer wire and it makes them kind of do that more jutted, weird, yeah, darting, like buggy energy. Yeah, darting around. So yeah, cats that like laser pointers, that's like, we call it red dot. It's just like the red dot that comes in and freaks them all out. And it's like, you know, that thing. And I think the thing with like, you know, kind of working these in, like, Sometimes when you're playing with the laser pointer, you want to throw something in at the end yes. that gives them the satisfaction of actually catching something because you can actually see cats when you're playing with the laser pointer, like getting almost like frustrated because there's nothing there. They like touch it and they're like, how's it on top of my paw now? Like it doesn't yeah. make sense. And yeah. it's like they need <laughs> they need the full deal. It's sort of like. We're not edging our cats, right? Like they need the satisfaction of finishing mm -hmm. the, the. Did you the see hunt. my note about that? No, I didn't. I actually posted. <laughs> Hold on, let me scroll to it. Um, yeah, play. Like I said, the, this is on the ending play too abruptly. But I was like, what if you were cut off from orgasming? Yes. Like, imagine I mean, how. <laughs> that's some that is some people's deal. But yeah, like, yeah. um, we're not doing. You know, we're not doing. <laughs> BDSM orgasm control with the cat we're doing. They need to be satisfied and satiated. This is why this this podcast is always rated as explicit, by the way, because yeah, you just never yeah. know when it's going to come up. <laughs> because I've, it's like, why are we always comparing weird cat things to like clits and yeah. edging? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Because <laughs> we're, we're fucking rock and roll, baby. Yeah, because we're perverts. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so... Um, mice are a third type. Um, so you think of like fur balls or like, you know, little rattle mice toys. So I know my cats, they really like, they only like the mice toys if they have the little rattly noise inside. Mm. And so the thinking behind that is like, it kind of sounds like crunching of bone or whatever, yes. but it's, it's just that extra sensory input that makes something, um, really enjoyable. And my cats, I consider this sort of like a weird hybrid toy because, why would it why would a mouse ever have feathers on its tail? But that's like their ultimate, like the rattly mice made with the fur mm. that are um that have the feather tail are like their favorite toy. Do and they so do they like um will they play with the mice that have like the faux fur? Yeah, um I don't feel like they like them as much. Like they yeah. love those like rabbit fur uh -huh. ball. Yeah. And, like, for a while, um, when my sister was living with me, she had this tiny cat that was, like, so fierce. Like, this cat was, like, a little maniac. She would actually, like, I had to be really careful because I would find the mice, like, completely coated. I think she was, like, putting them completely in her mouth <gasps> and, like, regurgitating them like a snake. Oh, like, my. I'd find these mice that were, like, completely, like, matted and, like, Ew. gross. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> So yeah, like be careful with small toys. Like if your cat does tend to like want to chew on things, you don't want a cat to swallow a toy because as we've talked about before, intestinal blockages, like just be careful. Like mm -hmm. most adult cats, like you should get a sense of what they can play with and what they can't. But especially with kittens, it's like you always want to be supervising when you're Everything's playing with a toy. toy. Everything's a toy. And so just make sure um, you're not picking something that's like too small or something that could very easily be, you know, 
like I'll see my cats playing around with stuff like we're my husband and I are both super ADHD. And so we just like leave shit around the house all the time. And if a cat's like found a screw or something on the ground and is batting that around, I'm like, yeah, let's pick that up and put it away and replace it with something that is actually appropriate for them to yeah. play with. Yeah. Oof. I'm trying to think about like any weird things Timber has like gotten into but i can't i can't really think of anything i, I do know lichen loves those little fucking fur mice oh yeah she will always i have to pull them out of her mouth like yeah. once a week or so manny um loves them he gets there's two things i found that will completely entrance this dog it's like it's literally like he's <laughs> in a trance like he holds it in his mouth and just stands completely still and is drooling and one of the things is a feather-tailed <gasps> my feather-tailed mouse and the other thing is a is like a chicken foot like, you know, like the uh, treats, uh-huh. like the, we have to, like, if he gets one, if he manages to find one when he comes over, we have to like wrestle the mouse out of his mouth because it's like, he's totally going to end up like chewing it and trying to swallow it or something, but getting it out of his mouth. It's like, you have to use the chicken foot to get the mouse out of the mouth mm-hmm. and then somehow figure out how to like go back and forth. But anyways, yeah, just be careful. Cat toys are small. Um, if you have like little kids, dogs, other types of creatures in your house that are very curious and mouthy, um, maybe put them away when you're done. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I would have yeah right. That. Yeah. Find all those. Like when you move the furniture and you find all the toys that the cats have like pushed to the very back walls underneath the couch. That's yep. Yeah. What happens in our house. Same. Okay. Small animals. And yeah. I feel like everyone knows this by now, but like... God, isn't it the cutest thing to watch your cat like bunny kicking? Bunny it's kick. So adorable. Little but, like, it's oh god. Oh, I love it so much. But like everyone knows by now like what that represents, right? Maybe. So if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know, now you're gonna know. Essentially, what they're trying to do is disembowel the animal. So when a cat eats, um, when a cat hunts and eats animals, it will, you know, you're literally kicking the shit out of the animal. So getting all of that like intestinal stuff, all of the large intestine, anything that has like the poo in it, it's like they're kicking it out, like getting it out of the body of the animal so they can eat the rest. So it's adorable, so- no. Very charming. It's so metal. I love yeah, it. Yeah, cats are metal. They're they're they are we're gonna get have you ever got bunny kicked like have you like ever oh god um so like when i was younger i was like really bad about playing rough with my cats Uh, when they were little and i would like mm -hmm. let them like bunny kick my arm and stuff like that because it's so cute and you're like you don't don't let your cats do that like don't you shouldn't let them do it like even when they're little because when they're little you're like oh so cute baby kittens like bunny kicking my arm but then eventually you might have like a 15 pound cat yeah. That's like trying to disembowel your arm. <laughs> your guns to get scars. It's yeah. just less nope. pleasant. Ooch. Yeah. Nope. And then the last category, at least last credit category we could think of was like things that are like snakes or lizards or things like that. So sticks, string toys, you know, wands that kind of have that loose slithery sort of motion. So think about that like. When you're using those toys, you know, like slithering them on the ground, things like that. My cats just love like things like pens, though. Like Fat Bunyan was like an absolute 
snake. Like that was her favorite thing. Like anything that was like a stick. So my lazy game that I play with her is I would like sit in bed with my knees up and then I'd have like a pen, like on my side of my knees, I would like put a pen or a stick chopstick or something up over to the top and she'd like come up and attack it and do all that (laughs) stuff and put it back down, put it back up, put it back down. So cute. So cute. Yeah. I do. Who do you think would win in a fight? A snake or a cat? I think a cat. I mean, yeah. I just guess it depends on how big it is, but and like I the would, type of snake. But I would say a cat. And, and that I kind of thought about this a lot when I had Doug. So I had Doug. He was like a three and a half, four foot ball python. R.I.P. Doug. Um, but Timber would always was so interested mm. in the snake. And I'm like, I've seen Doug um, like get a get a rat and how quick he can strike and yeah. just like brrr, wrap up so fast mm-hmm. and like i know it's possible but i'm like timber is also a fierce little bitch i think i think the snake would win yeah at least Doug yeah win. this might be one of our like i don't want to go find videos of it but i'm like no. i am curious but this brings up an interesting point that i want to talk about about why you know, why hunting is so important that people may not know and and like sort of our understanding of cats as hunters has changed over time. So something that's sort of like a fun fact is that cats, like even house cats, are considered apex predators still. So um, and the newest science, and this is backed up by the Smithsonian, and I'll put a link um, in the show notes, is that Cats are actually now only considered semi-domesticated. They're no longer considered a fully domesticated animal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked, we kind of talked about this. Like you can yeah. tell that from looking at them. Yeah. Like yeah. they are still so they wild. still like have you, you could let your cat out and it would be fucking fine. Yeah. Like if I let my dog out, she would eat garbage for a couple of days or that possum that's rotting in the alley behind <laughs> yeah. my house. But like cats are good. They don't need right, to. Because <laughs> depending on dogs, like dogs' prey drive is completely contingent on the type of breed they are, right? So, uh-huh. like, um, whether, you know, that's why, and you and you kind of associate that with, like, trainability. It's, like, terriers are, like, have the, they actually have, like, the full, the full drive, basically, in them still up to, mm-hmm. like, kill bite. And that's why sometimes certain terrier breeds get a bad reputation. It's not anything you can't train around, but it means that that's why those breeds of dogs often are so motivated. They're so ready to work because they still have that full sequence in their head. That's like putting them through all the motions versus a herding dog. Uh They don't have like, they get to the point where they're just like, they'll nip at the heels of something, but they're not, they're not going in for like kill bite, you know, like that's not part of their, their sequencing cats. Every single cat still has that. Mm -hmm. Like they're not, they're like, yeah, they are semi-domesticated. They're not fully domesticated. And they are an apex predator, which is really badass. But also, like, it's so affirming for me because one of my cats is so wild still and, like, does not have manners. Like, because I got her when I was younger, I just didn't train her around soft paws or, like, mm. soft mouth stuff. And um, she's never gotten out of that. She'll bite me <gasps> really hard. And it's, like... I know full well, and I've probably said this before, but like 
I always say, like, if I died in my sleep, it comforts me to know that she would probably start eating me. Like, mm-hmm. like so if sweet. anything happened to me, that I hope that my cats would just consume my body because, oh, like, they're still I love that. <laughs> like maybe I'll be warm enough that she'll like because she would definitely go in for a bite and be like, she's not reacting. I think this is dinner now. <laughs> If I was, if I was still, because cats, yeah, like they're not, they're not like dogs. They don't have like dogs evolved their, their evolution, their domestication, I should say, was so much earlier than cats. Cats, it's really, it's about 4,000 years ago. And they really like, it's sort of like, yes, we like played a part in their domestication, but it was really kind of like a, they sort of selected their own, like they kind of opted in because like they retain like any type of like that's why most cats like even when you have different breeds they kind of all look the same right like Mm -hmm. all cats are kind of the same shape you know they vary by like leg you know height or tail length or you know the type of face they have but they've resisted it's not not a chihuahua versus a great dane yeah they've resisted a lot of our interventions which is really interesting it's like they have it's almost like they're their DNA and genetics have still like they maintain control. They're self-possessed biologically is what I, I would it. say. Like they're very like you can't really fuck with me because like anything you try to do to me, I will just evolutionarily work that out. It's like cat or like <sighs> dogs aren't going to evolve back into wolves, mm-hmm. but feral cats are just like. There are small little wild cats running around in your neighborhood, you know. Women and cats will do as they please. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just a tangent, but like super fascinating. And yeah, so you do, you do. If you have a cat, you're you live on the wild side. You got yeah. a little oh. wild guy in your house. I love it. I love it so much. Bless their fucking hearts. Um, well, and this is kind of in that same vein of like, you know, you have people that'll ask, like, should we really be encouraging cats to kill? Like, should we like, if I play, my cat seems to get like, aggressive at the toy. And it's like, well, yeah, that like instincts are part of the package. Like you want something to sit on your lap while you're reading a book. Well, that thing still wants to kill things. <laughs> so, um, and discouraging play or like repressing this natural urge can leave, lead to like behavioral issues in that like boredom may, you may leave for a day and come back and your cat, your house is destroyed or your toilet paper, you know, just like cats will have that, that energy and that drive and that instinct. And if they aren't given a healthy way to release that then they're they're gonna figure it out in other ways or like you oh go ahead oh no go ahead i'll i'll tag on after i was just gonna say it can like you know it can lead to boredom it can lead to like stress and like just feeling like lethargic and like wow what a life like what if you were like meant to do something and you got in an elevator and that was just like where you stayed in that little box you can't run. You can't do anything. If you try to do something that feels natural to you, you get like reprimanded for it. So it's like, just we got you got to play with the you got to play with the kitties. Yeah. I think it's hard for us to kind of like we talked about before. It's hard for us to understand what having a cat brain could even feel like because we. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm no evolutionary biologist, but we have traded as humans. We have traded a lot of our like. We've sort of, because of our high amount of intelligence, we have sort of overridden a lot of our so-called biological imperatives, right? Like, 
we can choose to not reproduce. We can choose to not do things that are like in our sort of evolutionary self-interest. But you cannot choose to not look at your poop. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we there's that's there's some thing. things Isn't that are that, constant. That's like a thing, right? Like yeah. we do that to be like inspected to make sure yeah, it's like to make a sure healthy leg. <laughs> it looks okay. And like there's things we do, and I think it's hard. It's it's like, yeah, like what if we had to do a thing? But we kind of we do, right? So if you imagine like we have a hunger drive, if we don't eat, we get angry, we get stressed. Like mm-hmm. imagine like <laughs> that hangry feeling. Like imagine feeling like that because you need to do something. And like there are things that we we do, but we don't necessarily have that like, you know, it reminds me of just like, I mean, in a way it reminds me of humans and exercise. Like we know all the all the benefit like mental health benefits of exercise. And yet I can choose to just sit on my couch day after day, <laughs> not going yeah. out for a walk, yeah. not going to the gym, not doing whatever to be physically active. And it will kind of make you more tired versus if you're doing it. It's like somehow expending that energy gives you more energy. It's just like we we don't have we have a lot more um, choice and sort of control. And our brains are just so, so much more complex in some ways because of the way we've evolved. But, um, yeah, it's just like for me, it's like that kind of hangry thing of like imagine imagine having that feeling where you're like, I can't or you like the need to sleep. Right. Like we do have these things we need to do. And if somebody isn't like if someone external to you was in control of that, because cats live in captivity, right? Yep, like they're not yep. wild. They're not just able to go out and play and do whatever they want to do if they're indoors. So we have to recreate that for them, for them to have a good, healthy livelihood. And like, imagine I'm going to make up a number here, but like, imagine that like hangry feeling or that sleepy feeling like times 100 <laughs> and then like every day of your life. And it's like, we'll talk about this more when in season two, but like, that's again, where territory is such a big fucking deal Mm -hmm. and like enriching the environment and providing just like a healthy space for your cat to just be a fucking cat. (laughs) Yeah. Cause a lot of those, you know, it's just that thing of like a lot of those behavioral issues come up because they're just not getting enough activity. Think about like a kid, like, if, you know, if they're sitting in front of their iPad all day, like no judgment, parents got to get stuff done. But, and eating you know, just cotton candy, you, cotton you know, candy. you know, <laughs> if they don't get that energy out that they kind of act like little monster guys. It's just like they, you know, they, they need an outlet. And, yeah. and so do animals. They, yeah. And so do cats. Yeah. So let's get into... The reasons like we kind of discussed earlier of if your cat doesn't play with toys. So we've we provided you with a little more info on the types of prey your cat could be interested in. Maybe you just haven't considered some of those. But what are like maybe you have like you you went to the you know, you went to the store, you got a bunch of different toys from every category. You're going to you're going to try them out. What if they're still not like playing with them? What could the Get uh. rid of your cat and get a new one. <laughs> They're broken. Return them. Get a them. fun cat. A different I do, model. <laughs> I do threaten my cat sometimes that I'm going to return them. I like mm. your warranty is not up. I'm taking it back to the shelter. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. That's See, what, that's that's more pleasant than I threaten to skin my dogs alive. <laughs> you just gotta say it in a nice voice. Like <laughs> I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking skin you alive and I'm gonna broil you. <laughs> god. 
star training. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's talk about like why in the hell your cat won't play with the fifty dollars yeah. worth of toys you just yeah. purchased. <laughs> so like, so like the first thing we mentioned, maybe it's not the thing they like to hunt. Um, it's not their, you know, they like birds and you're trying to give them mice or they like snakes and you're trying to give them, you know, small animal type stuff. Yeah. Um, and can like with that, like consider their, their killing strategies, right? So it's, I love watching cats like hunt. It is very exciting. It's like, so some cats are like the ambush type while others are like stalk and then rush. And then some will just like wait patiently for their, their prey to like pop out of their little like den or like burrow or whatever. So like, you know, you can notice like if they like to sit in front of the windows and bird watch and they kind of like are more like uh, acrobatic and like they're they're playing then you know that's a pretty good indicator that they like the burbs yeah totally like you know cats that like to jump for things they want to you know do all that stuff and you kind of can mimic that stuff like mimic climbing up a tree by like playing with the cat tree and having them Uh run up and down that um another thing that's just kind of anecdotal and but interesting when my cats really like to play is right after like i don't know if your cats do like where they get the zoomies after they poop uh-huh. But like after my cats poop, they're always like da, 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 like running around the house, super proud. And it's because like biologically it makes sense. Like they've like, you know, they've taken a load off and they're, you know, they're all energized and ready to run. That's a great time to get into playtime because it's like they're also indicating that they're totally ready to do that. Um, oh, hold on. I'm going to send you something. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, so yes. what, what did I send you? You sent, uh, it says, the caption is actual photo of my cat leaving his litter box. And it's a cat, like, tearing through, like, this, like, red sandy dirt in an ATV. <laughs> and then his face is like, his face is like <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. Why is that so hilarious? Yeah, they're just oh. such good. It's just, like, so funny. Like, I know it's not, like, what they, but they... One of my cats, he just seems like he's so proud of, like, what he's done whenever, after he poops. And I'm just like, good guy. You know, it's like kids <laughs> when they use the potty. And you're like, you did such a good job. Put a little star on the reward calendar. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, dude, like, and just one more thing on that litter box. So, like, it's so funny. Like, the litter box is, one of them's in the basement anymore, so I don't really see her poop as much anymore. But it's so funny. Timber will always, like poop facing the corner and then her ears are straight back mm-hmm. and she just like looks like <laughs> like stand completely so or if you accidentally like we we don't have that because all of our boxes are like those tall ones where uh-huh. like but like it's like the I feel like this is more of a thing with dogs where they like make eye contact with you yeah. and it's super awkward and you're like don't look at me I don't want to look at you like weirdo like it's like they're like are you watching like are you watching out for me because I'm very vulnerable right yeah. now yeah. <laughs> and cats just go into like a disassociative state where they're just like get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. And then run the fuck. And then off. run the hell away. I love it. Oh uh, what were we what, how did we even get here? Oh, because I was talking about oh, I was like the it's a really good time to play with your cats after they shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. So yeah. So the other which we kind of yeah, we touched on this, like the Another reason might be that the prey behavior is incorrect. So think like mice that fly 
Or, you know, I'm if, never going to be able to stop thinking about the bird being dragged around. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I want to like make, I like don't have the, the skills for this, but I want to make like a little animation of a, a bird just like being like dragging, like looking like dragging, like it's like being controlled by something that you can't see, just like cruising across like the pavement. I don't know. Oh my God. Um, and so another reason is, and I love, I saw this, I can't remember where I saw it phrased this way, but suicidal prey. So this is like, prey shouldn't run towards the cat. Like that's uh-huh. not a natural thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen like video. There's like this video of like a cat that's just like the mouse is like standing right in front of them. And it's like, I'm like, this mouse definitely has toxoplasmosis because that's uh-huh. essentially like what <laughs> happens to them when they get it, right? Is that oh, they like, no. It's like almost like they get like Stockholm syndrome and they're like the thing that is like going to eat me. Like I'm weirdly like don't don't have that fear of being around. But yeah, like make sure that you're like, you know, making it run away, like make it behave naturally. If you're just like dangling a mouse right in front of them, like you're not giving them that opportunity to stalk and pounce and do their whole deal. And it's just not realistic. It's not challenging well, what I, what, I mean, you see people do, like, do exactly that is, like, hover the toy closer to them, closer to them. Like, mm-hmm. Timber will lose her fucking shit if I make the toy dart around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, she will be laying down completely done, like, not caring about anything. And then, like, I'll bring that out. And as soon as it flips around the oh, corner, God. she's on all four and, like, this is, like, stocks up anything Anything around the corner is, like, I feel like that out of sight, <laughs> like, that... Like when it mm-hmm. comes back and it's just like it drives them nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I've, I've actually never heard the the term. Did you say where did you, where did suicidal prey come? From? I'll I'll link it. There was somebody that um that described it that way, and I'm like, I love like it. trigger. I'm sorry. Like again, this is like the, the I this is like a thing that always comes up for me of mentioning suicide on this <sighs> podcast or saying yeah. suicidal. Like you know the deal. Like. It's it's a descriptor, but like that's that is the behavior. It's sort of like the suicide. Like, have you ever? I think like there's an Instagram or something, or even before there was Instagram, there was some kind of Tumblr or something that was like um, suicidal mascots. Like when places like barbecue places use like pigs oh as their God. as yeah. their mascots, and you're yeah. like, that. Why is the pig excited about barbecue though? Yeah. <laughs> That's not right. The mouse, (laughs) your fake mouse isn't excited about being hunted. It's not like this is party time for me and my best friend cat. It's but like, a, what do you what do you want? Do you want a, a picture of the mascot of being like a pig in sheer terror? Yes, it's like, yes. I want I like <laughs> sweating and it's like crying and peeing its pants and stuff. Oh my yeah. god, that's much more realistic. Oh my god, marketing geniuses over here. <laughs> let's talk about edging. Yes, let's talk about edging. Um. So yeah, edging edging your cat is when. <laughs> The play ends too abruptly and it's like you need they need the satisfaction of having that kill right yeah. like they need to know that they caught it and it's dead and like you know you can like if you're playing with a bird toy you can kind of make it like limp around and like mm-hmm. uh, like it's like I do that it's kind too. of fun it's like acting <laughs> it's like doing a scene a doing show. a scene with your with your partner you know oh, your cat oh my god <laughs> dude <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but but you're you're not wrong. So yeah, 
Um, so yeah, and obviously, you know, part of like that, um, you know, play, eat, groom, sleep cycle we talk about is like ideally they get a meal after this or a treat mm-hmm. or something that completes that for them. Like they have that satisfaction. That's also rewarding. Like if your cat's just kind of getting used to playing or you're kind of trying to work out, like you can't figure it out. Treat and food is a reward for behavior and they're going to make that association. So they're going to be more into playtime and doing that stuff because they get something they want at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's their cigarette at the end. Of, uh, <laughs> we're going to fully oh, go into it. I <laughs> love it. Whatever your aftercare <laughs> looks like. For cats, it's the it's the meal. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking love you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, plus, like, think about it, too. Like, cats, what is it? Like, they're typically in the wild. They'd be eating eight to ten small meals yeah. throughout the day. It doesn't take much while you're brewing your coffee, wiggle the wand around or like, you know, figure out what they like, throw a couple treats down and then do that again a few more times like throughout the day. Everyone will benefit from this. Mm -hmm. You're going to see the difference. And I would say that's the thing. It's like you're going to see if anything is going to incentivize you to play with your cat more. It's seeing that behavior difference of just Mm -hmm. like. They're not going to do, you know, if you're struggling, like stuff we haven't even talked about, which is wild, like things like scratching furniture or licking plastic bags or like getting into stuff. It's like they need um, novelty and kind of like that territorial enhancement. And so giving that to them through um, interactive play is going to be one of the ways to, to kind of, you know, hit those hit those spots for them so that they... Yeah. Jesus, like I don't, like, wasn't even like I'm talking about my head, like I'm like talking, like thinking like neuroreceptors, like I don't know what what chemicals in their brain. I was thinking like for us, like dopamine and serotonin, and I'm just like making double entendres all over the place. <laughs> uh, <sighs> um, yeah, where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Sorry. and so the Sorry. last reason might be this that you're playing with them you know, too hard or, you know, you're making it too complicated for them. So an example might be like trying to get older cats to jump too high. Like they might Mm -hmm. have more mobility issues or, you know, their hips or joints are, you know, just in not as good of a way. Um, And so you just need to make it a little bit easier for them. Um, Something that's attainable, like attainable type play. So um, that's when I think like as cats get older, like I think kind of like all cats really enjoy, like not all cats, but a lot of cats, like that bunny kick, you know, where you get like the mm-hmm. pillows, like that's a really good one for cats. Cause all they have to do is like roll over onto their side. They're not like yeah. running around. And Yeah. I just got like a really sad image of like some like 90 year old old lady and you're like throw her on a treadmill and like yeah, pump, it, right? pump it up to seven. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that makes me so sad. I know. And I think it's also, I mean, that's a good point, too, about, like, accessibility in playtime. Like, there might be things, like, might be types of play that are harder for you to do because of Mm -hmm. your own, um, you know, your own abilities. And so finding ways to do that, like, you know, I think the great thing about stuff like wand toys is, like, you can lay on the couch. You can be sitting down and do that. You don't have to be, like, running around. So um, my cats, like, really like to play with the mice toys. And so we'll, like throw them back and forth um you know well, they don't they're not good at fetching so we'll like go back throwing them and they run across the room and then it's not a lot you of have effort like 50 us. a basket of like 50 yeah, mice. basically <laughs> it's like those like tennis you know that are the it's like the batting range for cats where it's just like, uh, I, I wish right well, um they also make like i haven't had 
gotten a lot of good feedback about it, but they have like the battery operated like laser toys. So like you don't even have to do anything. They have um, toys. I I almost got one of these for Timber. I should have. It's like a fish that like actually moves or you could put the fish in the water. There's fucking apps on phones. Mm -hmm. There's like cat TV. So even if it's like you can't be there, you're unable to, or you just don't fucking feel like it because you just worked 14 hour shift. I think my brain just went out. No, it's just like that. Uh, ter- it's, like that <laughs> it's that enhancement, right? And I think, yeah. you know, we'll do like when we get into the, when we finally get, you know, in the second season, probably um, a first episode about Terry, uh, about Terry, <laughs> about territory. Who the hell's Terry? Terry? <laughs> Is that a special guest? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, special guest Terry. I can't wait till we get Terry on here. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. But... Yeah, I love cat TV. My cats love cat TV. Um, I love watching them watch it. Like, they get mm-hmm. so into it. And yeah, I we joke that they, I don't know if your cats do this, but like my cats, when we, we don't, because our TV's like mounted like higher up on the ceiling, but when it was just sitting on like um, a cabinet type thing, my cats would like look behind it. They'd be like, this Cute. window is crazy. Like, where is the, is the bird, where are the birds at? Like, they like can't oh figure out where it's coming God. from. That's adorable. They can't recognize their own reflections in the mirror, but they're like, "This makes sense." Like, there's got to be uh, something behind uh, the TV. I'm like, "How are you putting this together?" Uh, see, I haven't ever tried to have like cat TV for Timber. I mean, I don't think she like needs it, so it's like something I just mm-hmm. haven't had to do. But we have, we don't have a TV. We've got just like a big projector screen mm. but i have played ducks um uh, around a pond for lichen and she will just sit there and watch it yeah. the whole time i <laughs> bet because she's a lab she's like oh salivating i love it. yeah there's a wet spot on the couch <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah. also a good thing like again like novelty is important like if you do it all the time like Mm-hmm. They might not love it, but like it's a good thing. Like every once in a while, if you're, you know, if you're somebody that works outside the home, like try putting, you know, if you can afford to keep the TV running all day, like just put that on and see if, you know, see if it helps. You know, maybe oh. set up a little cam to see what your have some cam get some cam girls in your house and see uh, what your cats are doing on the cam watching the watching the TV while you're gone. Oh my god! Well, another thing I would I wanted I just remembered I used to do this when I would um, cat sit for people because I would go do visits twice a day and like play with them, but like that's a long time for a cat to be without any sort of, you know, anything. So I'd leave the TV on with like a sleep timer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of my favorite things is I would get like super high value treats and hide them around the, the apartment or the home and then come back and see. And every fucking time, every cat would get every treat. And wow. it's just like, it's like a fun thing to do so they like feel like they're hunting they get a reward and they're like using their like nose to sniff stuff out and so smart it's such yeah. a good one that's Hot such tip. an amazing one it's a that's yeah. it's really really good Thank um you. yeah hiding the treats and like there's easy things like freeze-dried treats and stuff like that like those mm-hmm. are gonna keep well or even like you know the little dried crunchy things like yeah so if like they don't get it or you forget about it it's like not, not like deal. a huge deal don't leave like a raw chicken neck for them to find. <laughs> Gross. High value, but yeah, a mess. A mess. 
at what cost? Um, well, I wanted to, I mean, we've kind of, I was just like graze over this, but like how, so how do you determine a prey preference? I think the biggest thing I can really think of is just like observe them, see where they like to hang out, see what grabs their attention and fucking trial and error, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you'd mentioned what we were kind of talking about, like, uh, buying a bunch of toys, like ask about return policies. Yes. Like, if you're buying from someplace, be like, hey, what if my cat hates this? Some places will fucking take it back, no questions asked, and then you can exchange the toy for, like, something that your cat hates for something that they're obsessed with. Absolutely. And if you've got the bucks and you don't really care, if your cat really doesn't like it, like, if you don't have, like, a friend to give it to, like, donate it to a shelter or, like, Mm -hmm. a cat rescue or something. They always are looking for stuff like that. There's plenty of you know, places. And I will say about kind of the novelty thing just before we move on to our next uh, topic within the episode is like, I don't leave, we try not to leave all of our cat's toys out at once. Like we keep them in like a big bin and then we like grab different things out at different times just so that they don't always have them. We also, one of my cats, her favorite toy is like this little piece of foam. Like it's a it's a cat toy, like designed for cats, but it's just a little rolled piece of like that foamy, like yep. those foamy sheets. Yep. I know it would. <laughs> and we have to put it away because she will just howl. She won't, she'll hold it in her mouth and she won't stop howling. We think she thinks it's like her babies or something because yeah. she just like sits with them and nests with them. Oh my God. Ne- like if it's out at night, like you have to wake up in the middle of the night and take it away from her because you won't be able to get back to bed. She'll do it for hours. It's wild. I don't know why. It's just like the weirdest reaction I've ever seen to it. Like I could see that if it was like a furry animal or something, but like this foam roll this foam is not roll that has, has like two little pieces sticking yep. out. It's like, yeah. why again? Like you never know. Cause I don't even know what that, like, I guess mouse, but like, it's also like, what even is that to them? I, like what, what, why is this your favorite? Why of all things is this your favorite thing? <laughs> I think too, cause it, it like, well, if she's like carrying her mouth, but like it, it rolls and like kind of mm-hmm. has a bounce to it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I don't know. She loves to carry around stuff in her mouth. It's so cute. Cute. Trots around. And she's like, gosh, she's like pigeon toed. Like her little (laughs) back feet like turn in a little bit. And it's so cute. Bless her heart. (laughs) I think we should do the other toy enhancements because it's like a really quickie. Oh, yeah, totally. This is going to be one of our longest episodes. Yeah, this is a long one. And I feel like. I thought this was going to be like so fast and we were going to get through it. I knew that you would not be able to shut the fuck up about <laughs> free preference, <laughs> but also same. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, what what kind of garbage can you give your cat? Yeah, what tra- trash for your cats? That's trash. what this is called. <laughs> um, so one thing my cats love is like those like tube toys you can get. They're like made. Mm. Of, I don't know, like that you know vinyl-y material or whatever that's just like they're the expandable and they just like run through them and chase around and stuff oh pick, pick yes me. kate kate hi yes 
Um, I want to get one of those for Timber so bad, but they are so fucking ugly. All the ones that I've no, seen, are, it's like a unicorn or like a dragon mouth they go in. I'm like, they like design just... them like, is this for the cat? My cat doesn't give a fuck about no. any of this stuff. Like this design it for me. It's going in my house. Just give me one like long black tube with like maybe one little offshoot. I don't want a fucking unicorn. I feel like if anything, like I know they do like this whole thing about like cats and like what colors they can see and stuff. I feel like it should just be like a high contrast black and white pattern. Like maybe if we get, here's the thing. If we get enough Patreons for Hellcats pod, we can start maybe like developing these toys with somebody. I would love that. This is, these are the kinds of things we could be making the ultimate toys. And all you have to do is hop on over to our Patreon and sign up for five, 10, $20 a month. It's up to you. Check it out. Or 100. Fucking or go 100. for it. If you really want us to get these. <laughs> we're like not making promises here because we've talked about our commitment issues. But like for real, Eggs and I, I don't know if you know this, but like we have some quality information. And uh, yeah, we'll we do just... <laughs> for 100 bucks a month. We'll do a consult with you on mm-hmm. any any cat topic you want. Yeah. So check it out. Dope. Paper bags. Paper Whose bag. cat doesn't like a good paper bag? It's only so, going to cost you five to ten cents. <laughs> They're not free. Unless anymore. you live in the Midwest. Oh, that's true. They just give them out. They just give <laughs> everything out willy-nilly. I'm revealing too much about myself where I live. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, no. Well, so Timber loves sweat climbing in paper bags, but like legit, I'll put a flat one out and she just sits on it just wants to stand on it it's like anything is territory like that's the way i've talked about this in other episodes the tissue paper so it's crinkly you can kind of like make shapes out of it you know you can ball it up my cats love tissue paper they are like one of those things like i'm trying to be like get more into like sustainable you know like more sustainable things Mm -hmm. but i have all this old tissue paper and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get through for gifts and stuff but during the holidays it's like so funny to watch them because they're just like diving into the wrapping paper and like tossing the tissue paper and they'll like get their toys underneath (laughs) i love it i forget what i was i was like had a bed or like a match like i there i had something that was tissue paper-esque in my entire apartment and i was i don't know what never mind delete (laughs) just delete i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about all right But no, same thing. Like Timber would just like was so stoked. She's like, get under, hop on top, mm-hmm. do her little dart thing. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's so, it's like, yeah, just the way that it moves is like really great because you can kind of, you know, like tent it and like do, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't really do it with like fabric or anything. Um, another thing is like paper towel and toilet paper rolls. Like I have a friend's cat like that just loves to like shred them. He'll mm-hmm. just like hang on to it and like just like bite it and like tear pieces off and loves it for that reason freak but i've also seen them kind of do like the disemboweling thing with like the toilet paper roll they kind of like the i think some cats just it's that shape and you know there's something interesting about that texture probably too huh i'm gonna throw a roll down and see what tim does i think that's like a less probably maybe a less common one but like the shredding like i feel like that for cats that really need a lot of stimulation if they're chewers or they like to bite things. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Well, and something, so another thing as the the treat dispensing toys and puzzles, like something that I would do too is get 
because you can buy a cardboard box at the pet store for $25 that has holes cut out of it. Or you can just use one of the boxes you have sitting around your home. Like, it doesn't have to look cute. We've talked about this. Cats, yeah. they, they like trash. Yeah. So They love trash. They love trash. Just throw some high value treats in there and maybe like a furry mouse or whatever and let them go to town. Yeah, it it doesn't have to be because at the end of the day, it's like if you go out and buy the thing that I feel about it is like I feel like my cats are like me. Like at some point they might get tired of the toy and then I'm Mm -hmm. just stuck keeping it. I'm going to feel like guilty because I spent 20 bucks on it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now I have to like go put it in the attic and hide it. I'll forget about it until they use it again. If you just used like the Amazon box you got in the mail, like tape it back up, punch some holes in it. That's enough. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to feel weird about you. You've given it a second life and you don't have to weird feel weird about recyc- just recycling it. And My Timber's favorite scratcher is the cardboard one that I made for her out of all of mine and Nix's moving boxes. So I just cut like the the box up in like you know four inch by 14 inch pieces and just shoved them in there through some glue down and like timber fucking loves it i need to do that i have so much cardboard like just sitting in my entryway right now like because i'm a gross person that just my house is always in disarray but like that's such an amazing idea for all the extra cardboard you have it's like yeah they love the texture yeah, it's fun to do. And like you were saying, like, I mean, like, this is like the the true definition of like recycling, right? Like you're repurposing something and like you could still recycle it. You still after can recycle tear it up. So. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That's um, the puzzle toys. So my one of my cats. So I had a couple of cats. Almost all my cats have been able to figure them out. We bought like a couple a few years ago. But the best thing, again, because Fat Bunyan is manipulation queen she would sit beside the other cat while he was solving the puzzle and then as soon as he figured it out she would eat the treat oh my god what a bitch bitch. but it was so funny to watch like she i don't yeah this cat yeah was incredible but puzzle toys like you may be surprised that your cat will actually i think that they enjoy them sometimes even more than dogs do um or as much, you know. So yeah. give it a try. Your cat might be smarter than you think. And they usually have them at like different levels of difficulty. So yeah. if you have like um, a little dumb dumb guy or a Mensa cat, like there's something, there's something for everyone. Yeah, there's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I too like to leave out like if I'm going to be gone all day or like whatever, I'll hide a couple of the treat dispensing toys around. Or like I said, like hide treats around the house. Um, but yeah, big, big fan of puzzle toys. Is I just got some sisal from the hardware store. And we have the beams in the basement of the stairs. And I just wrapped the sisal um, mm-hmm. on the already existing pole. Boom. You don't need to spend $30 on some carpeted bullshit that's actually not even tall enough for your cat. Because did you know when your cat is scratching, they should be able to stretch their entire bod? If you have a big 20-pound bois, don't be getting that little dinky thing. Yeah, don't get the short one. another ones. day. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but, the, those ones are like for baby kittens. Like the ones that are like yeah. two or three feet tall. It's just like... Some cats might like, like I, you know, sometimes my cats, one of them will do like that really like low, yeah. like the lower back stretch where they stretch out, but it's Face like, they, up. 
they like to climb and, and like really get into it. So make yeah. sure again, make sure it's the right size for them. But yeah, $10 for a thing. And I think I wrapped, was able to wrap two different poles up. Nice. But just like stuff like that. We see, we're going to, we're going to do the cat hacks thing. Gotta because do it. like there's, I got some, I have some thoughts for once. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. You are, you're the queen of cat hacks. Well, I'm going to talk about this now, too, because that way in season two, we can follow up. But I'm in the process. I was so stoked. I was texting eggs last night. I got some driftwood. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to. Dude, with like the wall color. And I was just I like the, the, the way it was there. throwing the shadows. I was like, yeah. this is beautiful. <laughs> so basically, I don't really want to have a fucking ugly ass you know, seven, eight foot cat tree in my beautiful home. So I'm being innovative here. So I got some driftwood. I'm going to adhere it to the wall in a couple different ways. So I'm going to build my own climbing structure for timber. And then in it, like kind of dispersed around the the driftwood limbs, I'm going to have shelves. And I was thinking about like cutting out a little hole and then putting, um, having, be able to have like cat grass in there or something. I'm going to go... Again, commitment issues, so we'll actually see. Yeah. But just to leave you with a cliffhanger. I think you should <laughs> document the process so that we can mm. show it on social media or on the oh, Patreon yeah. or like give some oh, progress yeah. updates about what that looks like when you're done you're or so like smart. and along the way. You're so smart. Well, yes, I will do that for you, eggs. Thank you. Hey, happy 10th episode. Happy 10th episode. We're in double oh digits. I'm so excited. I got so excited when I finally wrote out episode 10. Yeah. Did it. Did it. Well, thank you all for sticking around. Um, and, and just a heads up too, like this is not I this is not a podcast where you need to start anywhere in particular. Or we'll refer back to stuff here and there, but like if you need to learn about litter boxes, just listen to the fucking litter box episode. And Lord knows we repeat ourselves enough. So yeah. you're we not. We repeat ourselves. <laughs> we over exaggerate. <laughs> we make inappropriate jokes. And for as little as $5 a month, you can get as a, a hypersaturated version of that. Yeah. Well, we'll start. We are going to start dropping some stuff in the Patreon. And that's so we are going to have a little bit of a break. So when by the time this episode finally comes out, I believe in April, um, we will have a short maybe like I think like two to three week break before we start our second season. So if you want that content in the meantime, where we're going to have episodes that's just for our patrons, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon so you can get those, keep up on the episodes that are for, um, just for our patrons. And you'll stay entertained and informed during the break. Yeah. And you can find us there. Um, it's just uh, patreon.com slash hellcatspod. We are at hellcatspod everywhere on the internet. Yes. Just... Absolutely. Just on Facebook just and look Hellcat's Pod. Just just look it up. Just Google it. I don't know. Yep. We're, we're there. <laughs> we're on we're online. We are on the internet. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks. It's been a it's been a great season. Yeah. And thanks, Louise, again for providing our theme music for us. We love you, Louise. We love you. Make sure Louise. to check them out on Bandcamp. And any more information you want about us, just fucking look at the show notes or look at the internet. Yeah. Uh. Google it. <laughs> Google it. 
consult the oracle. <laughs> All I right, y'all. How do I, what do we, wait, how are we going to go out? I feel like pressure. To, I know. Like, go out with a bang, you know? Yeah. No, I think we, I think we've believe, like we built it up too much in our heads now and it's going to yeah. be weird. So gonna, we'll see you in a few off. weeks. Um, And yeah, we'll catch you. We'll catch you at the end of the month. Catch, unless you catch us first. All right. <laughs> we're so bad at it we're gonna maybe our second season goal is that we get an actual outro so yeah we don't we'll have to do figure this. it out we'll, we'll, we'll figure we're it on out. it we've got some time to figure it out oh god <laughs> later bye